0: Welcome to Be Alive, a podcast produced by the Diocese of St. Augustine.
1: Join us as we listen to the voices of young people share about faith, prayer, community, and the journey to sainthood.
0: Be engaged.
1: Be inspired.
0: Be empowered.
1: Be alive. Hi, Father Bob. How are you?
0: Good, Liz. How are you doing?
1: Good, good. It's been a little busy, but I think... It, it's a different kind of busy than last year, and so it feels a little easier to manage this year. How about at your parish?
0: <laughs> um, well, it's a little bit crazy, but um, you know we got a lot going on. But it's uh, it's good. It's good. It's uh, it's all good. Yeah. Yes.
1: And I love any chance that we get to talk and to talk with some of our guests. And I'm really excited about having our guests today. And so we want to welcome Cassidy to the show.
0: Welcome, Cassidy.
1: Hi. Thank you for having me. Cassidy, do you want to maybe introduce yourself to our listeners and maybe share a little bit about your story?
2: Sure. So my name is Cassidy Kenny. I'm 23 years old and I'm currently living in a Catholic community that's called the Community Chinaco. So I've been here for almost four years now. Uh before I came to community I had grown up in a big catholic family. <laughs> I'm actually the oldest of seven girls. Oh wow. And mm. yeah so my parents have always grown up in the faith and I but I realized pretty pretty quickly on that for me like the faith wasn't something that was my own. I had grown up knowing a lot about Jesus and what the catholic church teaches, but mm. it wasn't so personal for me. So my mom had me, and when I was five, she got married, and then after that, she had all of my sisters, so I always felt a little bit different. I kind of felt like my life was a mistake or that I didn't belong in my own family, and mm. so I, I spent a lot of time outside of my house. I always did really well in school and sports, and so I would busy myself a lot, mm. um, okay. but when I, when I was in high school, I started to get in with the wrong crowd and... I, because I was so sad and it was difficult for me to be with my family, and I didn't care so much about what would happen to me. I had like, I didn't value my own life or think that it was a gift. Mm. And so a lot of times I took it and threw it away. Mm. And so in high school, I started to get involved with people who did drugs. And I dated a guy who sold drugs, and then really quickly after that, my life went downhill. Hmm. Um, and there was a point where my parents really wanted me to come to community, but I just wasn't quite ready yet. I hadn't hit my rock bottom, and so I ended up getting kicked out of my house when I was eighteen. And hmm. for eight eight months, I lived outside of my parents' house. Stayed with friends. A lot of times, they didn't even have a place to go. Mm. I worked mm. um, on and off, but but it was really dark those moments too. And then eventually, I ended up getting arrested on uh, on drug charges, and I sat in jail for ten days. And in that ten days, it was really a moment in my life where I knew that my life was going on. Too late to come to community and change or my life is going to really go down a dark path mm. and so in that moment by the grace of god i i was really able to choose my life and so i came to community and it's been difficult for sure the community is not an easy lifestyle mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um, well yeah so so cassidy um helped me out um to learn a little bit more about uh, the community, um, about Chinacolo. Um, I know a little bit from being here in the diocese. I learned actually more about it from being up in um, Boston um, because I got a chance to meet some folks that had been part of the program there and a pastor for whom this was very dear to his heart. And he's, he, I guess he's still continuing to discern perhaps the possibility of having a community up in that part of the country. Um, but yeah, I, kind of suspect that for a lot of people in this diocese, you know, it's a, it's a bit of a, a well-kept secret in some ways.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, so, so tell us about community.
2: Yeah, it definitely seems like that. So the community is Italian originally, it was started in 1983 in the Northern part of Italy, um, in Saluzzo by mother Alvira. So she was a nun and she, felt the call inside of a call, kind of like Mother Teresa. So she had been a nun for almost 28 years, and she felt this call to work with the desperate youth. In that time in Italy, they were having the heroin epidemic, and she was seeing all of these Mm. also young people who didn't know what they wanted to do with their lives, who were lost or living on the streets or just like really unhappy and dissatisfied. Mm. So it. She waited almost six years before she was allowed to start the community. But then after that, she opened a house. And so originally, she wasn't even necessarily thinking for drug addicts. She just wanted to help mm-hmm. the lost youth. Mm-hmm. But then the first people that came were drug addicts. And they uh-huh. knocked on her door and asked, Is this the community for drug addicts? And she was like, Well, you're young people. So, like, we will, mm-hmm. I've been waiting for you. So come, come. Mm-hmm. And so. Our community is, while a lot of us are addicts, it's not even just and only for addicts too. Mm -hmm. And even in the house that I live in now, I would say almost half of us aren't even addicts. They're just young people or people who have kind of gotten lost in life, Mm -hmm. who are dissatisfied or anxious or depressed, or they just haven't found that joy of living. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. we call the community a school of life. So, it's all about learning how to relive our lives and to reconstruct our lives. And we do that through the three pillars, which are work, prayer, and friendship. Mm-hmm. And so, starting the community, Mother Alvira only knew monastic life. So, a lot mm-hmm. of the things that we do are kind of based off that. She would pray the rosary. So, we prayed the rosary, and it helps us to like meditate, calm our minds, and to like give a rhythm to our day as well. Mm-hmm. And okay. We do simple daily works. We do house cleaning and laundry, and we take care of a garden. Mm -hmm. And then it's a little bit different for the men and the women. The men do more like building and construction. Mm -hmm. they will do woodworks and things like that. Mm -hmm. For the women, we do sewing. We make jewelry or cards or like more crafts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But we learn how to like follow through and, and finish what we're starting to to also all of the things that we make provide for our mission houses. So to give our work and our life purpose too, Mm -hmm. we're here to work on ourselves. And then the things that we do exteriorly, while they're important, they're like secondary to the things that we're learning inside of ourselves.
0: Hmm. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So the discipline of the life, the discipline of the way of life helps you to discipline your own life. Yeah.
1: I like, I like the phrasing that it's, that it's a school of life. It's a school of re-embracing the joy of living a life. And, and, and like you had kind of said in your introduction, recognizing ways in which you may have disregarded the importance of even your own life, um, and life around you and, and instead restructuring how you appreciate that and embrace that. And, and I kind of like how they have that expressed there. Yeah, that's really cool.
0: Um, One question that I, I guess I wanted to ask that, that uh, um, maybe an additional one. So um, Cassidy, are the people in your community from this area?
2: Mm. Some of them are, we have a pretty good mix, honestly. Mm. I'm from Boston area. We have (laughs) some people that are from Florida and then we have, um, really people from all over the country. It's pretty incredible, too, that we have so many different types of people from Mm -hmm. so many different places at our one little house in St. Augustine. Mm. We also have some people that have come internationally, too. We have a girl from Mexico and one from Canada right now. So we are a little bit
1: um, diverse, I would say. Truly embracing that universal church over at Community. (laughs) So how, how important would you say that the discipline is to the process of Chinoclo, to that restructuring of life um, and kind of that embracing of that joy of living again?
2: Yeah, it's super, super important. I think it's really one of the first things that you learn when you come to community. Um, from just the fact that your day is structured, you wake up at a certain time, you do this, and then every day is pretty much the same. You wake up, you go to the chapel, we do our morning works where it's has a structure. We are people that have come from absolute chaos <laughs> or... Or like just didn't know how to stick through with things too. And so by like maintaining our daily structure, we create this consistency in our lives. Mm -hmm. And by creating that environment of consistency, we're able to really look inside of ourselves too. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, one of the most important things in community is that we finish what we start. So if you start something, you have to finish it, whether that's your food, Mm -hmm. because You didn't pay for it. Providence provides it. And whether you like it or not, it's a free gift that was given to you and we need to finish it Mm -hmm. or it's a work. I think especially for a lot of people, my age, it's difficult to follow through with things. Everybody switches their major in college. Everybody, if you don't like your boss, you can quit your job or move on. Or like here, you don't have that option. We also all live together. If you have a difficult relationship with someone, you need to work it out. Mm. Um, also a lot of times in our prayer lives, we have to like be disciplined with ourselves. We, ha- we go and we have the opportunity to pray and do adoration, but you have to like really use your time well.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: I think that learning how to obey too, there's in community, there's people who mm-hmm. have been here for longer. Mm-hmm. And when you first enter, you get a guardian angel, which is someone who's with you for the first month. And they kind of explain everything that happens, mm-hmm. all of the rules. But the that tell you, okay, you can't do this, or you must do it like this, or you have to make your bed like this, and it can be really, really difficult. Also, but when we learn how to listen and to be obedient, there's a lot of freedom in that too, mm-hmm. because we learn that like just because we have to do things like life is filled with things that maybe you don't want to do, yeah. (laughs) but they need to get done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, and we learn to find the joy in that. Mm -hmm. So that way it's not always doing what makes you feel good, but that makes you feel empty on the inside later. The learning to do Mm -hmm. the
1: difficult things that are fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah. I love that tie in of obedience being a piece of discipline. I mean, I know, I think even of, in a recent Sunday, we had um, scripture that was reminding us to be like children. And even our priest here, he, he called up some children to the altar and asked, you know, who made breakfast? And they were like, mom. And he was like, did you eat it? And they were like, yes. You know, they sometimes becoming more autonomous, like young people are, you know, either emerging into adulthood in teenage years or being young adults you don't realize that sometimes it makes you bad at being receptive and being kind of obedient in in the small ways that God does ask us to be. So I could see how that would be frustrating when you first arrive, but also how um, it, it would bear fruit in so many different ways, like you said, to gain freedom in a different way um, that maybe you mm-hmm. wouldn't think of right off the top. Yeah.
0: That uh, really speaks to the famous quote, I think, uh, that, that's been said so many times by a couple of different people. It's been attributed to, but um, that f- true freedom isn't the right to do anything, but the mm-hmm. ability to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And and I, I think, Cassidy, you know, that, that, that first definition of freedom seems like it's so often the definition that people, you know, outside of faith have but you're learning how freeing it is to be able to do the right things and i thought what you said before was so beautifully said
2: thank you yeah it's it's an interesting paradox too because it's true that the world teaches us that like being able to do what you want Mm -hmm. another thing that is freedom and another thing that we learn how to do in community too is to like we would say our first reaction. So if someone tells you something, maybe it makes you angry or you want to say or explain yourself or all of these, or like maybe it makes you sad, but learning how to like control that to not say anything and be able to really listen. And I think that's another discipline that's really like important, but not a lot of people do just to be able to like (laughs) listen to what the person is telling you. Find the truth in what they're trying to tell you, whether it's how you feel like you were saying it or whatever that is, but to listen. And then you can learn so much. Even if you feel like that person doesn't understand you, maybe that's what you're... Um, expressing to them without knowing it or maybe that person is right and you just couldn't see it because you got angry first right so I think that's another really important discipline too is being able to like stop yourself not respond and we learn how to do that too how to stay in silence mm-hmm. to pray with something wait and then to be able to go back to that person and and that i but I under, I understand what you're saying and like, thank you for trying to help me and be better too. And that's one of the bigger disciplines
1: too, is staying in silence. Uh. That's definitely a piece I would struggle with more, but, but it's a space that, (laughs) yeah, it's a space that obviously even in little ways in my own life, I try to explore. So what, um, In in what ways do you think finding these small ways to incorporate discipline and obedience and and kind of those causes would help even um, someone living outside of a community um, in their own life, both just, you know, ordinary life, but also obviously their faith life too?
2: Yeah, I think for sure that just talking about like our first initial reaction mother alvira always tells us that we're not our initial reaction but what we do after that Mm. and i think like Mm. that is something super practical that i will carry with me for the rest of my life Mm. that makes your relationships so much better Mm. if you are able to Mm. like swallow your pride or be quiet and listen to what the person in front of you is saying it helps everything because they don't become defensive. They don't try to, it doesn't become this giant conflict. And then we learn how to, if someone tells us something that's difficult for us to hear, maybe they correct you, or maybe they tell you something about yourself or a situation. Mm -hmm. Um, We learn to pray about it and to go back to that person after a couple days. So we pray and we wait and we think, and that really gives you the opportunity also to see the other side of things a lot of times when I when someone corrects me of course I get angry mm-hmm. and I feel justified and I feel like I did it because of this 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 and this <laughs> but if I stop myself and look at it from their perspective too and I go back to that person it really helps those like relationships and then another thing that we learn is how to persevere in prayer mm. and for me I've learned this too like a lot of times the Lord will put desires on my heart or things that like are difficult for me, different crosses that he gives me. And I, and I have to continue to pray for them and, and it's not always easy, but we learn how to keep going, how to not give up, how to, how to finish and stay, stay praying. And I think that also he honors those desires and the, the more you stick with it, then like when those prayers are answered it's so much more beautiful
1: yeah
0: that's beautifully said yes so so are we ready for Cassidy to issue a challenge
1: yes i think that's perfect especially coming off of you know telling us about how important and these beautiful graces that can come from incorporating this into our life we need a challenge for our listeners in how to maybe incorporate some discipline some some regular structure to their lives um, yeah. in order to enhance their life and their prayer life. So do you have a challenge for our listeners, Cassidy? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know.
2: Um, yeah, I think, I guess kind of just based off what I was last saying that a challenge could be to stay in silence the next time someone tells you something to mm-hmm. really listen to them Mm -hmm. and to pray with that and then to try to just put what they're saying into practice to to pray with it to not respond or justify yourself Mm -hmm. and yeah and then to Uh go back to them after and talk about it after you've taken your time to pray about it yeah. Is that okay? Very good. Yeah. That's, no, that's
1: Perfect. I love that.
0: Yes. Yeah. I'm, ta- I'm taking notes here.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Well, Father Bob, do you want to give us a nice little closing prayer today?
0: All right. In the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, as always, we give thanks for all that you have given us. We give you thanks for the gift of our faith and for the gift of our diocese And we give thanks for the vision that Bishop Baker and others had in bringing the community Chinacolo here um, to this diocese. We ask you to send your Holy Spirit upon these communities both in our diocese and elsewhere to strengthen these young people in their faith that they might have greater hope for the future and a greater resolve to follow your will. May they continue to be great messengers of the gospel to all whom they encounter and we ask this in your son's name. Amen. 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 In the name the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
1: Amen. Well, thank you, Cassidy, so much for joining us thank today. You. Thank you, thanks Cassidy. Thanks for having me. And thanks to our listeners. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Be Alive.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review wherever you are listening to help others find us or share the episode with a friend.
1: Be sure to follow the Diocese of St. Augustine on all social media platforms to hear about the wonderful things happening in our community.